With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Well, I want to go back to the uh, locker room after Super Bowl 54. Uh, I was standing in the San Francisco 49ers locker room and talking to one of the best players and one of the best dudes in football, DeForest Buckner. Uh, and I, I vividly remember that conversation because we were talking about how good the 49ers were and how we expected them to come right back. Mm-hmm. I remember the quote. You said, we're going to make another run. We've got to go back to the drawing board, have a strong offseason and put in a lot of work. But we've got it in us. And as you and I both know, especially you, life comes at you fast in the <laughs> yeah, NFL. So I'm here now with DeForest Buckner, who is a star defensive tackle for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you ended up getting traded there uh, that next March. We'll talk about all of that. But uh, but first of all, let's jump right in. I, I booked this before we knew what was going to happen last Saturday. But yeah. I, thank thank you for coming on because you got to be in a in a lovely mood after uh, <laughs> that game against the Vikings. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's, it's tough. Um... You know, largest league and I mean, blown lead in NFL history. Uh, biggest comeback, I guess you would say. But uh, yeah, it's tough, man. Um, we've been we've been preaching about finishing for a while, and that's just been the way the season's been going for us. You know what I mean? It's been a tale of two halves, um, and we just haven't been finishing in the in the fourth. Did you, when did you find out it was actually the largest uh, comeback in NFL history? Did you know that at the time? Um, I think they put it up on the screen uh, at the end of the game. You know, I walking off the field, and um, you know, it's just you're just sick as a as a player, um, competitor. Uh, you know, it's it's tough being on that side on that side of the on the the win win loss column. Did you feel any better at all when you saw the end of the Patriots Raiders game the next day? No, definitely not. I mean, it's that's a, that's a bad way to go out as well. But I mean, we thirty three to zero at half. I mean, there's no there's no 
you know, excuse to, to lose in a game like that. And I know you, I know you never stop playing hard. That's part of your DNA. Mm -hmm. um, was, you know, as it was happening, and I want to get off this because I'm, I'm sure it's not your favorite subject, but yeah. as it was, ha as it was happening, did, you know, could you feel anything changing or could you explain it or, or how did it kind of, how'd you No, I mean, it? you know, you know, the game, it's all about momentum and uh, they they were building some momentum and everything. Uh, but, you know, you, as a competitor, you don't want to do everything you, uh, you can to, to stop it. And I mean, even on the sideline, just, you know, just still getting guys, you know, telling you, you know, keeping guys in, in the game and um, just letting them know like, Hey, we, we still got opportunities. And even in the, in OT or, um, you know, we were, we were talking about, you know, we just need one stop. We just, we just need one stop, one more stop. And, and, uh, um, you know, we got those those key stops in those moments, but uh, you know they they got the opportunity to get the ball back, and you know we just we didn't come up big uh, when, it, when we really needed it most, and um, that's what really hurt. So you got to Indy in March of 2020. You've had three big name quarterbacks, you know, since you've been there with Philip mm -hmm. Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Um, do you feel like quarterback instability has been part of what? has kept you guys from from realizing expectations um the quarterback position obviously is a, a big role in in this league and um the inconsistency uh at quarterback over the years um yeah i mean it could it could be a problem if you if you let it be and um you know it's just been it's been hard um you know just shuffling through i mean i before i got here shoot when i was in san francisco before we had jimmy i mean i was i went through a quarterback shuffle um i was kind of naming off some of the starters that i've had since you know since i've been in the league and well, it's my seventh year i think i've had on the teams i've been on 10 different quarterbacks start you know starting games that i that i played in and so i mean it's it's hard you know what i mean uh to have that that chemistry, that consistency, year in and year out, um, when you're when you're shuffling through quarterbacks and trying to find find a rhythm as a team, I mean, yeah, that that is hard. But uh, you know, there's there's a lot of other position groups that played in a role, especially this season. Um, you know, the way the season's been going. Had you played against Philip before you were his teammate? I have, yeah. I played I played him once. How yeah. annoying! How annoying was he as an opponent <laughs> with his talking? No, yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely annoying. You know what I mean, especially because he doesn't curse. But uh, you know, having him on 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 my team, uh, you know, my first year here in Indy is it was great, man. He's one of the, the greatest teammates I've ever had. Um, especially um, I, I grew up, I grew up watching him. I was a Chargers fan growing up, and um, you know, uh, so um, to have that experience, being able to you know play play with a a guy that I've watched for many years, um, that was a that was a great opportunity. Yeah, it always blew me away because he's such a good dude, and I yeah. love you know love talking to him. But then every defensive player I would talk to would be like, "Oh, that guy drives me crazy." <laughs> so, so at least you got to uh, be his teammate. So you grew up uh, on the great island of Oahu, mm -hmm. uh, so, and you you chose the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. As your team, that's yeah. awesome. Um, by the way, how is your surf game? Because we have to ask, you know, every Hawaiian. Do you, <laughs> no, how, I'm, how, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I grew, I did, did a little fishing and uh, spearfishing, uh, but that was about it. That's pretty cool, the spearfishing. Yeah. I, I, I do not think I'd be good at that how are you in the ocean are you are your ocean skills good in general i'm, I'm decent yeah i mean growing up across the street from the ocean you got to be pretty good all right well i was going to get to this later but we, we're talking about beach and beach skills uh there's a game associated with beach communities and other communities um i had a conversation with your former teammate george kittle um back in august and he told me that you may be as 
as great as you are in football, you may be just as great in a sport called beer pong. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it might be a hidden talent of mine. <laughs> no, yeah, we were out in Nashville um a while back uh you know before the season started and everything back in the summer and um you know the kittles they they like to the they like to put on the kittle fest and uh you know being able to see a bunch of my my old buddies um linking up back with them uh we played some beer pong and uh yeah it was it was great it was a fun time uh yeah shoot george and i i think we had one loss all night and it came at the end of the night <laughs> Well, I would think at the end of the night after you've had, you know, beers in conjunction with the game, <laughs> maybe the skills start to, to waver a little. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Your throwing ability obviously must be top notch. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, people complain just because I'm tall. So I got that, you know, I can kind of get that uh, get that little arc over the over the cup. But uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I would complain about that. And I would also complain and I've had this experience way too many times trying to drink with big people but that's true you could, yeah. you could probably have more beers than someone who is not than the average human being for sure <laughs> do you even like you know normal beers say you have six are do you even feel that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> just just checking i want to i want to see if you're superhuman or not um so going back to the way we set this up which was coming off that super bowl and you had such an incredible 2019 season and 2018 really um you i i talked recently to your good friend eric armstead who was your longtime teammate at mm -hmm. oregon um and i asked him kind of about how all that went down and his perception was that he said look i thought they were just going to find a way to sign both of us and so he was negotiating his deal and he said that all of a sudden bam it just hit him like wow they're trading my guy um yeah how how did it play out for you um you know uh, it was it was tough i mean uh shoot they you know they kind of told uh my my agent joel to to seek out you know, kind of my value, you know, to shop around and see, you know, what my value is and they're offering me a certain, certain amount. And, um, my agent, um, you know, I mean, shoot, Joel's the best in the game. So, you know, he, he kind of had me valued at a certain number and, um, you know, I, uh, I mean, so we, he shopped around a little bit and, uh, you know, we had the, the deal with Indy and, um, that was kind of our only offer. And so, um, you know, um, he, he kind of put that forward with them and, um, you know, they wanted to move forward with, uh, you know, with, with taking the draft pick and, um, and trading me. I mean, it's, it's part of the game. You know what I mean? I don't have any hard feelings for San Francisco. I mean, I, I love, you know, the, the, the staff, you know, everybody from top to bottom of that organization. I mean, they gave me a great opportunity to, to play the game that I love for a living. And, um, you know, they, I met a lot, made a lot of great relationships when I was there. I got still like still got a lot of great relationships and friends there. So, I mean, there's no hard feelings. It's part of the game. It's the business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and I I believe I read that you were willing to take less at the time to stay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, compared to, you know, what my agent was saying, I was I was worth, uh, you know, trying to find a common, you know, a common denominator. But I mean, it's, it's just the way it didn't shake out. So, um, you know, um, just looking at a perspective, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm come, I came to a place where, you know, the. Um, they they wanted me and uh, needed me at the time. And um, so I was I was a, just grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, I know the Hawaiian football community sticks together. Uh, you guys are an incredible fraternity. Yeah. Uh, one of your guys this year, Tua Tungavailoa, mm -hmm. ha has had just a, a 
awesome breakout season. Yeah. Um, have you been checking that out? Are you proud of him? No, yeah, I'm definitely proud of him. You know what I mean? Uh, especially coming from the islands, uh, he, you know, just watching him play, um, you know, him emerging as a quarterback. You know, a lot of people had doubts about him and, you know, uh, a bunch of naysayers and things like that. Um, you know, just the way he's handled it with, with, with grace and and being able to go in there and, and having a coach come in there, uh, Mike McDaniel. I mean, he's I mean, Mike's a great dude. Um, I, I was with him in San Francisco, um, you know, to have a coach, a head coach like him and for him to, you know, breathe that confidence into him, you know what I mean? Showing him that he believes in him and, uh, you know, which, you know, obviously will help um, elevate to his game. I mean, it's been phenomenal to watch him play this year and, uh, you know, just for the Hawaii community. Um, I mean, he's been, he's been representing the community well. I was a little worried that Mike McDaniel's jokes wouldn't land early on. Like people <laughs> wouldn't get it, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Think, I think it's working. No, yeah, definitely. He has a, he has a special type of humor. Yeah, it's very dry. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are a lot of great things about your game. Um, One, I've always thought one of the most underrated parts of your game is your durability. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you've missed two games in in seven seasons. Um, Is that something you pride yourself on? Is that luck or is there something that goes into that? Yeah, I mean, I try to do everything I can to, to you know, to, to make sure my body lasts throughout the season. Um, I obviously, like, yeah, I, I have, you know, some injuries, um, you know, each and every year, you know, some more than others. Um, some years, you know, they pile up more than others. But, uh, you know, just like any other, a lot of guys in the league, you know, you play through them. Yeah, I try to invest a lot in my body. Um, you know, when I was a, when I was a rookie, I had uh, some really good vets. And, uh, you know, one of 
one of my one of my vets, Glenn Dorsey, he uh, he was telling me about investing in my body. You know what I mean? That's the greatest investment I can I can make. And and so I you know I really took that to heart, and um, I found ways to to recover and help my body recover. You know over over you know the the weeks and of the seasons and everything, and even in the off season, and it's been helping me so far. So um, everything that I've been doing has been helping me, and uh, you know just just gotta keep going. Yeah, no doubt. Um... You were you've been nominated for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award two years running now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to like, is there a juxtaposition between how you play and how sportsmanlike you are? Because you can't be that nice when you're <laughs> dealing with two blockers per play and, and, and no, throwing I mean, guys around. <laughs> no, I mean I, I definitely get heated on the field, uh, you know, in times. But I, I'm a big guy. I mean, I'm a big guy. I don't like to waste energy. So, you know, um, you know, trash talking and all that. That's not my game. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, if somebody's trash talking to me. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll talk back and, and and little things like that. But, um, you know, I don't go out of my way just to trash talk. Uh, you know, and I just res- I respect the game. Win or loss, you know, I'm gonna go shake the you know the opponent's hand. You know what I mean? Especially being out there, you know, battling the way we ba- we battle. You know, each and every week. You know, I'm gonna you know I'm 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 a big I respect the game, man. So um, I'm gonna give people props and and give them respect the, the respect they deserve. So because um, that's the way I you know that's the way I was raised, and um, that's just that's the way I am, man. When you get trash talked, you must be like, huh? Like, who's the last person who was brave enough to trash talk? You, <laughs> I can't right? even remember, man. There's a lot of guys <laughs> who just who just talk just to talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to even think what they would say. Like, <laughs> it's good. I love it. Um, you know, you you guys have been through a lot this season. Coach Wright got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jeff Saturday got hired, uh, which was a polarizing event. Um, you know, you're one of the locker room leaders. Um, how how has you know how has that gone and and has it been a little surreal just having a coach come from you know off the radar to to be the head coach? Oh yeah, um, I mean obviously seeing Frank getting fired, um, I mean it was tough. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was my first time. You know, um, mid you know in the middle of the season, a coach of mine getting fired and having an interim head, a head coach. Um, you know, because you know Frank's a hell of a, a football coach, um, a great person. Um, so yeah, it was, it was tough to see that, but, uh, you know, and nobody expected obviously, um, Jeff to come in and be the, the interim head coach, but I mean, so far he's been doing a great job. I mean, his, you know, the, the, like I've been telling everybody in the media, the, the, since day one, the energy that he's brought, you know, in team meetings and, you know, meetings or even practice throughout the week, you can just feel the different type of energy, um, you know, each and every week to practice, you know, um, the way practice has been going, um, and approaching the games, you know what I mean? Obviously, we're still not getting the results we want, but um, he's, you know, the the amount of accountability that he's brought to the table, um, you know, just with um with, with calling, you know, certain, you know, certain position groups or whatever it is out on, you know, we need to be better in this, 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 or whatever it is, you know. Um, you know, he's really been trying to um help elevate each and every player's game up. And um he's been he's been doing it. Um and uh, you know, just we still need need to finish and get the results that we've you know, we've been searching for. Last year, um, you had the highest rate of double teams in the league behind Aaron Donald mm-hmm. uh, for players at your position. It's already a dirty work position, but yeah. with two dudes, it's got to be you know even harder to deal with. Is that just yeah. something you like? Are you surprised when you're not doubled at this point? 
Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, when I get more one-on-one opportunities than usual in the game, um, you know, I love it. But I'm definitely surprised, you know, um, you know, when I when I do when guys do leave me on block or just one-on-one. So I definitely love love those opportunities. But yeah, it's been it's it's definitely hard. It's, it makes it makes it a lot harder going in the games knowing that you know you gotta you gotta beat two uh, majority of the game and um, finding ways to to try and be you know. Um, make plays w- with um, you know being obviously that the the main you know the main guy on the on the front line um, the the teams are scheming up so um, just each and every week just trying to and that, that's what I you know I try to try to find ways to try and find a beat two guys majority of the time and and also that comes into account you know just taking care of my body you know taking the taking on two um, you know two offensive players you know down in and down out I mean it's it's definitely a toll on the body sometimes. Do you try to like deal with one and then get to the other, or are you like one hand for each? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I try to deal with one, then deal with the other, or try to find ways to kind of split it or little things like that. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's tough. Does not sound fun. Um, you know, last year you guys were in position to make the playoffs, and then you know we all know what happened. You went down mm-hmm. to Jacksonville, um, did not have a, a great yeah. game. Um, you know, what do you remember about that and, and what was, what was so frustrating? Yeah, just, um, you know, we had the, the ball in our court, I mean, really the, the last two games of the season, the Raider game and the Jacksonville game, you know, if we just handled one of them, we would have been, you know, playoff bound and, uh, you know, that was our last opportunity and going down to Jacksonville and we all know, you know, the, the way we play down in Jacksonville, I mean, is isn't the way we, we like playing at all, you know, it's far from the type of team that we are and, um, you know, having that opportunity and then going out down there and just, you know, finishing the season off the way we finished. I mean, I mean, it was, oh, that was definitely heartbreaking for sure. Um, you know, just, just because of the way we started that season and then, um, you know, the way we picked it up and turned it around and gave us the opportunity to, to make it into playoffs. And we, we beat some really good teams along the way. Uh, that was tough. It was a lot of, uh, you know, some, some silence going on in that locker room for sure. It is one of the weird streaks in the NFL. Like the mm-hmm. Colts have not won in Jacksonville since I, I 2014 or something crazy yeah, like wild. that. Yeah. And it's weird. I, I actually was talking to your owner about it, um, you know, leading into that game. And he was like, hey, man, we take nothing for granted down there. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's definitely spooked by it. Have you had uh, have you had some fun conversations with Jim Irsay? Because uh, he is one of a kind. He is not your your typical NFL owner. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean Jim. I mean every every time I get to talk to Jim, man, it's awesome. You know what I mean? He he has he has stories for days, that's for sure. And uh, you know, it's he's he's a great he's a great um a great owner. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, he what I love about him, he loves to speak his mind, and uh, you know what I mean. And that's what makes him so special. And uh, you know, just I mean, just um. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's all about the players. You know what I mean? He cares about the players. You know, even when you're when you're done seeing the way he takes care of, you know, um former players and and all that. I mean, he goes out his way to to take care of the guys that's come through and worn the horseshoe and um, you know, that's what I really appreciate about him. Yeah, one of the all-time great moves was when Edger and James left as a free agent and then the, that year they finally won the Super Bowl, the Colts and yeah, he got I heard about he that. Gave, he gave EJ a ring, which is mm-hmm. pretty nice. So um, you know, we hear so much about the Colts talent. There's so much talent in that locker room. That's just kind of a thing that yeah. people on the outside like to say. Does that, uh, you know, does that get old hearing that? Is it accurate? How do you 
kind of process that. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, it, it definitely gets old for sure, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's all about the, you know, the the wins. You know what I mean? It's all about winning in this league. And it doesn't matter how good you look on paper. Um, You got to go out there and do it. And, uh, you know, we, we, we definitely have the talent here and, and the guys here to do it. It's just, you know, we got to go out there and execute. And, um, you know, week in and week out, um, you know, the losses that we've had, I mean, shoot, it's – it's guys making more plays than we are in the second half or in the fourth quarter and uh, or out, out, out executing us. You know what I'm saying? So it, it it looks all good on paper, but until you go out there and do it, it doesn't mean anything. Well, before I let you go, uh, you grew up a Charger fan. You have the Chargers coming up on Monday yeah. Night Football. Uh, there's a quarterback on the Chargers who you are somewhat familiar with, mm-hmm. with your Oregon heritage. Yeah. He's big. He's athletic. Do you go any easier on Justin Herbert if you have a chance to hit him because he's a duck? <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, he plays for the Chargers. I play for the Colts. Uh, I mean, as long as we're on the opposite team, I'm not going to take a light on anybody. But, I mean, shoot, he's he's one hell of a player. Um, you know, one of the best, best players to come out of Oregon for sure. And, um, you know, getting the opportunity to play him for the first time in the league is going to be fun. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, he's uh, I met him a couple, a couple times. Um, I met him at the Pro Bowl last year or this past year, and um, met him down in Oregon once. And uh, you know, he's a he's a great great kid. Um, you know, he, he plays hard. He you know he's one hell of a leader. Um, so it's gonna be fun being able to get the opportunity to play against him. Well, we'll be watching, and uh, I know you'll be out there taking on your double teams, doing what you do very well. <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Mike. Good to see you. You too. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.